What's the latest, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the In the Paint Show presented by Ball is Life. Ronnie, what episode are we on, man? It's 39? 39? That's 39. pretty good. Almost a 40. Who, yeah. I thought Matt would have fired us by now. Yeah. But would, uh, we're hanging on by a thread. We're hanging on by a thread. We're back uh, for another episode. Long weekend at the Pangos uh, Ron Massey Memorial uh, Fall Hoops Classic. A lot of good local teams and uh, Bishop Gorman obviously uh, won it if you follow, follow us on Twitter, you, you already would have known that, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Ryan, let's start with football, because I've watched more football already this year than I did the entire season last season. I think last season, honestly, I watched, I don't know, maybe one or two Monday night games that were good, and then the Super Bowl, and yeah. maybe like the end of a couple of playoff games, but sure. for me, I'm watching a lot of football. I don't know why. Why do you think I, that I is? I don't know. I have no idea why. I think maybe there's a lot of... Uh, Talk of rhetoric about it. Yeah, a lot of just kind of... Interesting things going on around it, uh, controversial things, and a lot of guys who I've covered um, at the high school level uh, or now or through college or now in the NFL. So yeah, um, like I saw Sam Darnold in high school. Obviously, he didn't play last night in Monday Night Football. Uh, he's out with Mono, but you know Rosen, guys like that. I've covered all those guys in high school. Now it's interesting to see what kind of uh, NFL careers they're going to have. Um, so I, I think that's really the reason yeah. why. Um, unfortunately for NFL fans around the country. Uh, Drew Brees hurt his thumb on Sunday. He's out for six weeks. Ben Roethlisberger out for the year with a uh, injured elbow. Um, and is he going to have surgery? Or he's going to have surgery. Yeah. So yeah. And we've in, talked about that. Yeah, we talked about on this pod. Those are two of the guys we talked about. The five or six guys that have the long term dominated yeah. football. Yeah. For the last fifteen years, obviously Brady's involved in that. And that guy um, seems like and he's, the Mannings, but I, like I don't want to jinx it, but uh, like Brady's seems like he's like untouchable, unhurtable, <laughs> like the bionic well, man. He's, he's like, has great line. I mean, he has had some good right. lines. And also, he just has that sense. He gets rid of the ball. Again, that's not why he's not getting hurt. Get hurt. But it, it helps to have that. He just has a, that knack for just getting rid of the ball. Yeah. You know, he doesn't try to do anything he can't. Right. He, he keeps the game simple. Yeah. There's and a lot of guys we saw, basketball guys this weekend, we saw yeah. that weren't keeping the game simple, and it hurt their yeah. teams dramatically. So, um, What do you think about, Carter Kutroff, what do you think about Guys are talking about keeping it simple. And yeah. They had a lot of rhetoric around him. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from Louisville, who's I mean, doing pretty good in the it's, NFL. It's great to see, obviously, yeah. because a lot of people thought he should move positions, right? Go to wide receiver. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And now he's, you know, Flacco said uh, struggling in, in Denver. And uh, Lamar Jackson, I think he was the second player ever. Um, Is that like 250 play- yards 250 passing? yards passing and 150 yards rushing. Yeah. In the same game, and I think Kaepernick was the other guy to do it, and in a he play- did it in a playoff game. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very uh, interesting because whenever a guy gets hurt, or whenever somebody's not playing well, obviously the Yahoos start talking about Ka- Kaepernick. Why don't they call Kaepernick? But it's like <laughs> you think like a, a, a organization that is he has been uh, you know accused of something, they're not going to hire the guy who's been accused. Accusing them of something like doesn't make sense. Like the guy at Pizza Hut's not gonna hire oh the guy that said, you know, hey, he pissed in my pizza. You pissed in my pizza every time you deliver it. I mean, I just don't. It's funny to say, but it's like they're not gonna hire. No, do you think the pizza pisser is gonna yeah. go over to Domino's and get yeah. a job? I, yeah. I mean, well, there is no other. Ex- Domino's. That's the thing. I about mean, the NFL. XFL's coming back, right? The XFL. Yeah. yeah, like that's the thing about football. There is no Domino's. There's no Shakey's. There's it's just Shakey's. You know, there's everybody knows the NFL. <laughs> have you ever so. been to Shakey's? <laughs> Ever been to Shakey's? I've been inside one. Is it good? Yeah. You, have you eaten there? Yeah, Shakey's. I've, ne- I've never even seen one. Well, I think they don't. They're not as a popular uh, uh, franchise anymore. Okay, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it was like a Thursday night, Friday night really? kind of 
sit down, yeah, have their thick crust pizza. It was actually pretty good. You miss it? You miss Shakey's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I brought it up, man. I'm eating over here eating. You eat McDonald's old, yeah, today. <laughs> eating the same old things over, uh, you know, Flame Broiler. Oh, and, dude, and I had Jersey Flame Broiler Mike's. today. Flame Broiler is good, but it's it's yeah. very, I, I can do it maybe once a let once me, every three months. Let me ask you something. Is yeah. this an Orange County thing? Why do, when you go into Jersey Mike's, the guy goes, <laughs> Mike's. Mike's, do you want it Mike's way? Why does he think I know what Mike's way is? Did, did like, Am I supposed to just know that coming out of high school or college? Like, you're supposed to know what Mike's way is? I'm like, no, I want it my <laughs> way. <laughs> you know, like, I what wanted, is Mike's way? I want Ronnie's mayo with fucking jalapenos and <laughs> serrano chilies on it. You know it. what I mean? I don't get that. I'm looking at him like, do you think I know what Mike's way so, is? It's like, not, was it a popper on a commercial before this, or something? So that's like, it's what like what's the misconception of so that? Clearly, you don't go to Jersey Mike's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you go to Jersey Mike's yeah, every enough, once in a while when it's, when it's there. Yeah. Mike's Way is like, it's like, I, when I first started going to Jersey Mike's, I yeah. didn't know what it was until like they ask you, what's Mike's Way? And you watch them do it with yeah. the oil and vinegar. Okay. Whatever. That's all it is. Yeah. And that's like, what they've kind of predicated their thing on. They're like, that's their thing. They put oil yeah. and vinegar on the sandwich. It's kind of like... And like oregano. I don't know. Yeah, some it's kind of like herb. a nice segment into what we're talking about. It's funny because I, I look at them every single time like, I want, I don't want, let me just tell you what I want. Let me tell you, like, why would I think See, that, that you know that I know what why I know or care about your stupid Mike's way? But I don't want to. I don't want to hate on you right now. Yeah. But I'm going to. Yeah, your your palate. Your palate is extremely basic. <laughs> like you like just basic stuff. You just like yeah. this regular run yeah. in the mill. Yeah. Like Subway, you just yeah. get like a turkey sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. I just don't want all the ingredients and sloppy mayo and ma- mustard. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm, I'm already not healthy enough, so I'm trying to keep it keep it to the minimum. You but don't that's wanna, funny. You don't want to come over to my house for dinner because I I, I pile on it up. the. Yeah. I mean, I don't pile it up. It's just super like uh, you asked Matt, our guy Matt Moreno. Yeah. Uh, from Rivals, he yeah. comes. It's just super. He's like you. Yeah. But it like I have to have high end ingredients. Oh, okay, Otherwise, gotta, I won't gotta, eat gotta. it. That makes I'm, sense. You know, I'm a white Orange County guy. And that's your uh, date. Yeah. yeah. You're not I turn my nose up at everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that's what <laughs> I'm kind of doing at Jersey. Like, why do I... Mike's way. I don't know what that is. But it's funny. That's a nice segment Mike's into our way. next thing is people... We got to get a Jersey Mike sponsorship for yeah. that. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> we bring into our next segment is people assume things just like those guys. I assume I know what Mike's way. <laughs> we assume that people know, you know, about this... SB206 that uh, uh, we've kind of updated. We've had Ramogi Huma on our show a few episodes back about uh, it passed as he expected it to, as he mentioned to us on the pod. Now, that that means it passed the House floor, but it's still got to go to the governor. Yep. And the governor's either going to sign it, he's going to veto it, or he's going to let it roll and it'll go to law in 30 days and the law takes place in 2023, January 2023. So, Obviously now, uh, the bigger, uh, large uh, media corporations are getting hold of it. Not just sports, but CNN, like you said, Devin. Other uh, regular news media outlets. Yeah, you know, NBC and uh, all the rest, Fox News. So what have you seen out there that is, is misconstruing people? What's good? <laughs> what's bad? I it's kind of like the Mike's thing. People just don't get it. You know what I mean? They assume. Yeah, like... They assume pay. People are getting paid. Right. I'm just like, what are you guys talking about here? I think... If someone were to tell me, like, yeah. come up to me and ask me a question about it or whatever, yeah. like, yeah. one of those news stations would, you know, feel the need to ask me to come yeah. on their st- you or me or whoever, yeah. come on station talk about it. I'd say just refer to episode 31 of The Ball's Life in the Paint Show because we literally break down every, every single, single aspect of it. The start, every detail. How it got bigger, the, with, the yeah, lobbying. With the guy who basically co sponsored the bill and with yeah. the reporter who covered it for yeah. 
a year or two, whatever uh, Ryan Karchi did yeah. before he moved up to uh, the LA Times and covering USC. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to do your read, homework. Just go, just go do your homework. It's, you got to do a little simple. homework. It's yeah. giving, like, it's not institutions, college institutes paying Athletes. the players. Like, they're not for taking their money yeah, yeah. and giving it to them for performance-based For whatever. showing up the, on the scholarship. Yeah, no. it's giving them a chance to uh, be able to Potentially earn, earn income. Yeah, earn income as a regular human being, like fucking Joe Jones of the engineering program can start like a... Uh, internship, internship, paid internship. Or, or, fuck, yeah. or a water bottle company or yeah. like... Uh, you Anything. Know, stream his... He's a good gamer. Stream his gaming and make yeah. money off YouTube ads or whatever. That's that's what it is. That's it. That's all it is. Just the opportunity, so, equal protection under the law for a student athlete versus a non-student athlete. And if that simple, yeah, that If sentence, you don't have earning power, it you're don't not going to make money. Yes. But you can start your own business. You yeah. can get representation if you do have that earning power. You do have or yeah, let's good say ideas. You don't know how to start a business, an LLC or a nonprofit. You can hire somebody to say, "Hey, can you show me how to do it?" That's it. Yeah, that's what this is about. It's about uh, young men and women have the opportunity to uh, empower themselves and make a little income. Yeah, that's which, it. Not going to change much else. When I when this started getting picked up more, yeah. like you said, it's CNN and other news outlets, uh, even like um, you know, ESPN. Uh, talk about Tim Tim Tebow was had, oh, had some crazy rant, rant some rant yeah. on I forget which ESPN show it was we had some crazy rant about how if he had when he was at Florida he had like the third most popular jersey, jersey sale in the world at the time and he wouldn't want any dollar any dime of that well Tim Tebow doesn't come from a lot of the backgrounds that yeah. uh, some of these athletes come S- from student scholarship scholarship athletes right Correct. he comes from you know a relatively Comfortable background, mm-hmm. right? So he doesn't need. Feels so he, doesn't he need. feel like he didn't need it. That's great for him. But w- what is your response to that, Ronnie? Um, you know, knowing guys who struggled at the college yeah. level to kind of make ends meet. Um, I think it's his personal opinion, and I think that people jump, to, especially on our Twitter when we scroll through looking for good stories and good and good sound bites and stuff. Like people jump to conclusions too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just his personal opinion. Again, I, I fault the questions. I, I think the questions that they're asking so-and-so experts have been really poor. What do you guys think about yeah. paying players? That's it's not, not – <laughs> even the Mike Price, the coach uh, – Mike Leach. Mike Leach. I'm sorry, Mike Leach. Yeah, you know, what do you think about paying players? Well, I think California has other big problems. Well, that's a terrible question. Yeah. So he gave a terrible answer. Yeah. Because the it has no relevance to this bill. Right. Zero relevance. Right. What do you think about paying the players? Ha, like, ha, ha. Washington State's not going to take money away from Mike Leach to then yeah. pay players. Like, that's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. So it's misleading if you don't follow it every day or if you're not familiar you know, with it. Reading. So I, I, I always, you know, stress to people go read, go follow that. So that that's my first reaction, Devin, is, uh, is that was Tim Tebow's opinion. He's entitled to it. Everybody, we got to start listening to people's opinions, not jump down people's throats. Uh, I think the same thing happened, uh, switching gears a little bit, unless you have something else no, to no, say about no. that. I think we kind of covered it. You guys, it's just a – it takes a long time. It's took in Ramogi 20 years to get to where he is. He had to go uh, lobby. And s- just like any other law or bill, you have to lobby. You have to get people to be on your side, explain to them what there is. I've known Ramogi personally. I've seen him call people on the phone. This is Ramogi. He'll be of NCPA. Click. Okay, thank you for your time. He. It took right. him 15 years to get – People to call him back yeah. to, oh, I know what you're doing. It took that long. So it's going to take that long for get other states potentially to say, hey, I think what California is doing is right for uh, labor laws and right for young men and women who, who go to college. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what it's going to come down to. So 
Um, it's going to take a while, Devin, is the, is the point. And even if the governor signs it or if he lets it roll in, it's not going to be in effect to January 223. And there's so going to be so many different things yeah. happening between, between that now time. and then. Yeah. So we don't want to spend too much time, but we want to give people our, just our general reactions. Don't listen to the talking heads that are popular figures that you can tell right away they haven't done their homework on this bill. Well, again, nothing against Tim Tebow, Stephen A., whoever else. Is this... Do more research on it before you start getting into it. Yeah, that's the issue is yeah. whoever's writing those shows uh, yeah. is putting that as a topic and yeah. not giving their their hosts or whomever Good enough questions. time to yeah. or enough time to yeah. go back and actually like dive into what it's all about. Correct. And read for reading for understanding, Ronnie. That's yeah. Very important. And uh, if you don't see it, you could go check out. Uh, Ramogi has like a five minute clip talking more about it on CNN. So he came out on CNN maybe in the last. Yeah. Th- three, four finally, days. thank thankfully somebody got Ramogi on there on. because obviously he's. Yeah. The guy who spearheaded all of this. Yeah, and he's going to talk and answer the competently <laughs> about the bill and right. maybe what it means down the line. And he understands it's a game of uh, that Dan says he's going to have a retort, tell people not to, states not to you know get on with this, not to tell California, basically kind of in an essence in a backhearted or backlighted way, threaten them. But yeah. I, I think they already were expecting that. No, so yeah, they, they knew they had. They, they're going to have to kind of come back and clear things up. up. Correct. So, speaking of clear things up, let's jump uh, into something. Uh, Lonzo Ball, our guy uh, from the Pelicans, wait, no. is trying to clear things up with his father a bit uh, on the Ball in the Family Facebook show. I think you've seen the rounds, Devin. A little bit. I, uh, I never sat down and actually watched one. I probably should. But you've seen the, the clip. I saw the clip we're going about, about to talk about. We're yeah. about to talk about. And, you know, um, LeVar has a passionate point of view that the brand is not dead, first of all, and that doesn't need a different name. Well, Chris Rivers, who they've hired to either consult or help him with the branding, and Lonzo himself have different views. You know, uh, Lonzo's basically saying it's the brand's dead, Dad. Right. Uh, let's change let's the name change and start it. something different, different, or just yeah. completely bash it, uh, abandon it. Right. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. You know, and and he's saying his obviously he's getting older. He's a young man. He's he's got a lot of stake in it. I mean, uh, unless unless I'm missing something, he's the big profit winner. Right now, you know, Jello is not. No, nope. and and Mello still, uh, you know, for he could be, could be. You we know, don't know. We won't know. Just yet. got being done an amateur athlete. Yeah, we don't know few, yet. You know, a few months, a few months ago, Mello's basically just finishing up his high school days. Correct. His high school age days. So, um, as far as we know, Lonzo's like, I'm on the hook here. Yeah. So, dude, like, I could have signed with another established company. Had that income, had my Laker income, and I wouldn't have got robbed of one point some odd million dollars by starting my own venture, which cost me money as well. Right. Or I put something into it, whether his dad, his mother, or others had put it. That's 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 probably the truth. But Lonzo's put put himself into that. Where right. He didn't have to spend a dollar to sign with Adidas, Nike, or Puma, Puma. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have to spend one dollar. So he has very obvious concerns because, like, I tell other players. Uh, young players, I'm. Uh, you're gonna start paying bills soon, dude. <laughs> yeah, like that's what it's all about. You're paying bills and taxes. That's what you're a pro. You know. So, uh, kind of, what was your take there? What did you see? Um, you know, it's pretty. People have their again. People jump into conclusions. I thought Lavar's points weren't very strong, but I also thought he said it would be like if I told people to change your name. Yeah, the, the controversy is surrounding him yeah. saying or yeah. people uh, kind of. Jumping make, on him. Ma- yeah, making it out to seem like he said 
uh, what, sons of failure. If, yeah, or sons of failure. Year, like uh, you're, what is it like an un like a? Uh, what did he say? He yeah. said like you're. It'd be like you're two years of damaged goods. Yeah, damaged goods. There you go. That was, damaged that was, goods. That, that was, was the like catchphrase that those people are the took key and term ran with that it. everybody yeah. jumped onto. Yeah. Uh, I, I he was saying a hypothetical. Point. I get the yeah. point he made. I don't think it was like a knock at his son per se. But if I'm Lon- what if? Yeah, but I'm Lonzo. I'm uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm. T- I, I'm gonna I'm, go. I'm looking that as I'm a gone. shot. Yeah, yeah uh, this is a chance for him to just be like, okay, you guys, you know, have Mellow be have Mellow be the face of BBB. Good luck. I'm gonna go sign with Nike, Adidas, Puma, whatever. Get that guaranteed income because, like Lavar said, he's been damaged goods his first two years in the NBA. He's been injured both Correct. years. I think Lavar's in a sense answering his own question. Yeah. Like, okay, Dad, if I've been damaged goods, we can't miss here. Yeah. I, we can't make a mistake. There's no wiggle room at all. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to get that guaranteed yeah. figure, whatever it is that they're willing to sign sign him for. Get that guaranteed figure and, and focus on being healthy and get all that yeah, the BS not, stuff out of the way. And why not have two sources of income? It, right, that's great. If that works and it, it the rebrand does well and they do get hot again and it makes sense. And then you have this income coming over here plus your Laker salary. Then you know, Pelicans now, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Pelicans, Lakers paying them maybe. Lakers, yeah. Whatever you guys get my point. So yeah, but it's, I mean, if, it was obvious to you basically what you're. Yeah, if B, if if Lavar and them want to continue to have, he made it clear that they're not go, going away from big baller brand because yeah. it was you know predicated on the three kids. And, yeah. So if they if he's Lonzo, passionate about if it, Lonzo, I don't I don't see Lonzo backing out of it. But if he yeah. does, are they going to do a BB? Yeah, exactly. He's big. Ball, big, what would he be baller baller brand? Which one's the big? Get rid of the B. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> Double they're B's. All, Double B's instead of triple B's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's it's just a thought. I just thought, like, again, to my point about the the SB206, the California pay-to-play, people jump to conclusions very fast. Uh, again, I don't think it was the greatest example uh, to use. And he, he could he could miscrew it as a personal shot. You know, again, it's his father's son, but... Uh, but, I mean, he, is, he, he damaged goods literally. It's like, it's what he's been. He's, he's been injured the first two years of his career. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. lived up to you know what a lot two of pick what a lot of people expected of him as the number two pick in the draft. He hasn't you know lived up those expectations. He's still young. He's, He's been, been injured. Around. Yeah, it, it was in a it was in a horrible situation with the Lakers. I mean, no shooters. Have you no shooters? An extremely yeah. young team. Yeah. Then bring yeah. LeBron in, who's ball dominant, and push him yeah. off the ball. Just it's it all didn't make sense. Yeah. So it's like a it's, this is a, a refresh restart for Lonzo in New Orleans. Hopefully. Um, in in my opinion, not that you know, like he said to Chris, his opinion. Who who yeah, cares about his opinion? Chris Rivers, uh, yeah. in that same clip, uh, yeah. my opinion don't doesn't matter. But if I'm Lonzo, man, I'm going to get that Nike money, uh, Adidas or, money, Puma money, whoever wants to sign him for six, seven figures, go get that because it, if it's one still day there. you might need it. Yeah. If it's still there, that's the thing. Like, because it could eventually not be there at all. Two years is a long time in that yeah. business in that space. So, uh, you know. Very interesting, and yeah, uh, obviously people has big interest in that. Obviously, because it's, it's something we we know a bit about. It's something we saw in the last six or seven years since those guys were in middle school, and Mallow was, was pretty small. Six. Yeah, grade. we've seen this thing develop. Uh, yeah, all so the way up. It's very way interesting. Through. It's not some of this, some of that commentary in that in that particular clip and episode is not very shocking and surprising to me. No, 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 not at all. That's pretty mild. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, he's dealt with that. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what what transpires with Lonzo's season. We'll see what transpires with, uh, you yeah. know, the branding. We're just hoping he can stay healthy for a season yeah. to see what he can do. Yeah, you and, know what I mean. Like, yeah, really. I mean, and plus he's got a lot of the same. 
minus LeBron, he's got a lot of the same of the cast he's going to be playing with down there. Yeah. And Julius Randle. And Zion Williamson. No, Julius Randle's with uh, uh, Ju- New Julius York. Moved. Yeah. We got I'm Zion. Zion. I'm saying yeah. Zion. Hey. Well, I've gotten those two confused. You're com- are you comparing Julius Randle and Zion yeah. Williamson? Nah, I kind of forgot that he, he moved. <laughs> uh, well, now, Julius went as kind of like... Uh, because they didn't get Duran and all the injury, or uh, why yeah, I mean he was a free agent, agent. yeah, and then they didn't get Kyrie yeah, or, or Kevin Durant, Durant. Yeah. So you know, it's a, I kind of forgot that he was there, but interesting. He's a productive player. NBA He's player, gonna be so good yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what they they do down there with Zion. That'll be exciting at least to see yeah. if you know Lonzo. Uh, they kind of mutually benefit each other. Yeah. As players on the court. Speaking of productive. NBA high school college players, future NBA college players. Uh, did you see any productive uh, high school, college, NBA, future NBA players this past weekend at Cerritos College, Ronnie? Yeah, it was, um, you know, me and Devin spent a couple of times, a couple of days at the Ron Massey Memorial Tournament for the late uh, Long Beach Jordan coach who uh, won, I think, over 500 games, maybe even close to 600. Coached uh, our guy, 2000 McDonald's All-American Trevon Bryant um, who went on to Missouri and, and a host of other good players like Everett Ratliff and and uh, it was a good tournament so to answer your question yes I mean if you look at Evan Mobley uh, it's still kind of hard to knock him from the top of the perch not just because he's seven feet because he's a very good player uh, you know doesn't complain brings his hard hat every every time he averaged 17.3 points. Uh, the statistics aren't... The statistics... I don't even say the word. Right. <laughs> the guy's taking the stats on it's hand. That's that McDonald's yeah. you had earlier. He's giving you a stroke. Yeah. The guys uh, on hand had him down for seven blocks in the three games as Rancho Christian um, advanced to the finals where they had a big lead against Bishop Gorman, who should be one of the top teams in the preseason Fab 50. Devin, kind of take it from there, what happened um, oh, yeah. second half. Yeah, so well, uh, Rancho Christian was up 15 yeah. uh, at one point in the second half. These are 16-minute stop clock halves. Um, and then, you know, uh, Rancho Christian's guard play uh, kind of took a nosedive, and then, you know, one of my favorite players that I saw this weekend uh, took over, and that was Zayon Collins. He was the tournament yeah. MVP, 27 points in the championship game. Uh, and he just, you know, made he makes the game simple. He makes the right play, uh, high IQ. Uh, he can he competes defensively. I think he had like eight rebounds and six yeah. assists in that game yes. too. And four steals. I'm kind of four, four steals. steals. I mean, he, the, he just and does the everything. key still kind of ju- like a James Worthy jumped the passing lane and he got the layup to give them the lead with like 30 seconds to go. Yeah, I mean, he just did everything down the stretch yeah. that you need your point guard to do. Yeah. Um, and just, he really took, he took that game completely over because yeah. Gorman was struggling with, you know, Max Allen. He's a very talented young big man, but yeah. it's very difficult to score against Evan Mobley. Yeah. Because there was one, there was one play that kind of, comes into my mind when I'm thinking about this topic, Ronnie. Max had a had a low post touch and then he shot fakes and he Evan bit. Evan yeah. Mobley jumps up at the peak, contests the shot, sure. comes down, Max goes back up for a layup, yeah. and then Evan jumps right back up and swats it away. That's Correct. just how how good and how nimble and athletic yeah. and Coordinated ridiculous yeah. Evan Mobley is. Um yeah. but Zayon Collins he, he got to the rim, he finished, uh, uh he's a he's a good athlete. His jump shot still one of the things that needs to come along, but as far as 
Yeah, as far as uh, competitiveness, uh, taking over a game, uh, basketball IQ, Zion Collins was by far and away the best guard in the gym all weekend. Yeah, definitely. And Zion, you know, I've followed him since middle school. He went to face middle school in um, in Las Vegas with Drake Booker and another really good player who's, who's escaping my mind right now. Guy, guys that became pretty good high school players. Might have been Julian Strother. Uh, I have to remember, but they played for the middle school championship. Um, and what he does is he makes his teammates believe he's the best player on the court. Yeah. And he cons the other team into thinking uh, he is the best player on the court, too, whether he is or not. But yeah. on that day, he was. But even on games where he's not, he still kind of makes plays that where he's controlling the outcome. He's yeah. trying to control the outcome. And he does a lot of times. That's what point guards are supposed to do. That's what point guards are supposed to do. He does that better probably than anybody on the West Coast right now, and just in terms of he doesn't have to score, dominate the ball. Just yeah, his. that's what I like about him the most is he doesn't dominate the ball. Right. He doesn't overhandle. Yeah, he's always getting off. He's setting up Moani um, Wilkinson or Noah Tate for an open jumper, uh, or Will McClendon for an open jump shot. Gorman's yeah. got a really nice team. Uh, obviously, you know Coach Grant Rice has the pulse of uh, of Vegas over there, so they ba- they get their their pick at the litter. Yeah, they got good players. Obviously, they get, obviously they get but great they got players. experienced players. And this year, right, they have a combination of uh, experience, a little bit of depth, yeah, um, and talent, yeah. which is. Extremely important Paramount at any level. At this level. The they level lost Isaiah Cottrell. To, he transferred to Huntington Prep, and that would have helped depth-wise. But Max Allen's pretty damn good. Yeah. Max obviously got to stay out of foul trouble. He's going to have two or uh, three big games. That was just against games. Evan Mobley. Yeah, he's going to have two or three big games this year where he's going to be needed to be on the court against another big guy. Correct. And one of their, you know, Hoopal, uh, those type of games at Tarkanian, maybe the semifinals or the final, you know, uh, in December. Tarkanian Classic. Those type of games. And... Uh, yeah, the guy we call the Dancing Bear is going to need to be <laughs> on the floor. And hey, but he's he's skilled as he, he's skilled. He's skilled as it comes, dude. He, I mean, uh, in that first game, uh, they played against I forget who they played the first night. Ryan, do you remember who they played the first night? Um, so they beat Bishop Montgomery in the semifinal. Yeah, it was the game so before that. So on the first that, night, I have it on uh, my Twitter. Hang on, let me let me yeah. scroll through this. First night, Bishop Gorman beat a team pretty handily. Yeah, um, it slipped my mind. I don't know what's wrong with me today. And that first night, Rancho Cron- Cronus Centennial. Centennial. Yeah, it beat Cronus and and Max. There was Cronus Centennial doesn't you know Dennis I Cash transferred to yeah. Trinity Prep. He was kind of their biggest guy. They're guard yeah. heavy. So I mean, Max was um, you know catching and he's got a, a true back to the basket game. Uh, he 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 hits his free throws when he gets fouled. He gets to the free throw line. He makes free throws and he's a good passer out of the high and low post. Yeah. Um, so he he could be a guy. I went up to Grant after the game. I'm like, damn, Max is really good. He's like, yeah, uh, Max is going to be extremely important for us, especially now that uh, they're they're lower they're, on bigs yeah. than they were before Cottrell transferred. Yeah, they're down one guy. And they kind of remind me of the Lone Peak team that finished uh, like number three or four in the Fab 50 a few years ago with with um, Hawes and those groups. They beat a good MIDI team at Hoopal. That MIDI team went on to um, the Open Final. I mean, the Aaron Gordon's team. Yeah, the yeah. Aaron Gordon team, and I mean, Lone Peak was dismantling teams that year because, again, the experience playing together and obviously the talent level. And this this Gorman team is a little like that in terms of these all guys know each other. They all been together. Will McClendon, uh, two twenty one shooting guard, kind of a uh, off guard, had a big second half hit. Uh, three three pointers, had four for the game, and Will can just get hot, and that that really brought them back. Uh, Zayon hit him for a, a corner three, and they took the lead, and you can see the momentum clearly shift. Evan Mobley f- finished with 12 points in the championship game, five blocks, 
four or five again, depending. The first game he was credited with fourteen. I'm not sure he had that many, but yeah, I mean, I, I, he had nine or eight. Yeah, yeah, he had eight or nine. I don't think I don't think yeah. it was fourteen, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he averaged about seven. You know, I'm just saying he averaged seven. I tweeted that out, which is fine. It's a folly game. That's a no lot problem. of blocks. <laughs> but he had a lot of blocks. Yeah. And uh, Devin, he had twenty three in the first game, seventeen in the second game, the semifinal win. So Rancho. Um, had to have been in the other semifinal with uh, they were with Cor- were they were playing Coronado? Did they play Coronado? We can talk about Jaden Harding a little bit, yeah. but um, yeah, because Bishop Montgomery played played. Yeah, they beat him eighty four sixty two. Yeah, they kind of they had a good game against Modern Day, who was probably the other top seed in that side of the bracket. They beat him in the first round. Jaden Harding had thirty six, but you know he had back to Evan Moby seventeen. And three in that game, and they just didn't shoot as well, meaning Coronado, as they did in the first round against Modern Day. They, they and and Jaden Harney got hot down the stretch. So, what's your take there on Rancho Christian? Because I I think looking at them, they should be in the Fab Fifty. Um, are they going to start as high as they did last year? No, they're not. But they have one less big guy, but. They may be a little faster. They're faster. Uh, Jaden Byers is better. Uh, Bryson Stevens is a little better. Um, they get up and down a little better. Uh, they probably have a little more space to operate the guards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 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 sometimes very difficult to operate with two talented Pac-12 level NBA level players. I mean, inside it, post players, post yeah. players. Yeah, you know, it's, sometimes it could be you don't get your spacing right. They don't have the driving lanes. So, what is your kind of take for this new look, sleek? Rancho Christian squad. I like all the things that you mentioned. They yeah. can spread the floor. They can get out in transition. Yeah. There's open driving lanes for the yeah. three extremely athletic guards yeah. that they yeah. have with yeah. Byers, yeah. Stevens, and Dominic Harris, who's committed to Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, and and you know, I think they're very good. Def- I think they're good defensively because they're versatile. They can funnel guys into Evan, and Evan blocks everything that comes his way. Right. Yeah. He's he's protecting the rim as good as anybody on the West Coast. Right. Easily. It is, I mean, there's little comparison to Evan when it comes to uh, block shot, and rim sp- protection, and, and changing shots, and sp- taking up space high. Now yeah. there's some guys like Max and other guys that take space low, like Tyler Powell. You know they take space up in the key, but Evan takes space up like where the Every- ball's going everywhere. Hot. Yeah, you everyone. Know, you just can't get an easy shot up. Yeah, so up. I think he's swatting a lot of shots like golf ball, like yeah, golf balls. Yeah, yeah, straight down, boom. Yeah. You know. And I think, I think, Rancho Christian's success is going to come down to two things. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Harris is scoring efficiently. Yeah. On nights that Evan uh, isn't getting as many touches as you should. Sure. And taking care of the basketball is another important issue. And the yeah. other one I was going to say was they didn't take care of it in the get Evan the ball. Yeah, like he has to manufacture his own touches by rebound and push. Yeah, a lot of the times, like the guards have a hard time throwing post regular basic post entry passes, and it's just mind boggling to me. Or yeah. like a or a regular pick and roll pass. It's just like I watch it. Evan setting a high ball screen, and he rolls the basket, and there's that like split second time where. You need to get that thing in there. And if there was a guy, say, um, who's one of the, if Zayon Collins was on Rancho Christian, how many regular touches, yeah, post touches would Evan have? Probably twice as many as he does now. Correct. And I see that. That's what I'm saying. Is it's interesting. The scoring went down each game, and um, they didn't need him necessarily to score huge against Gorman, but he just needed to be more, put pressure, more pressure on the other guys guarding him, get him way out of their game because he got Max Allen. 
in essence, out of the out of the game, off his game. So now you have Mawani Wilkinson guarding him a little bit. You have a couple other guys leaning on him. You got to take advantage of that. Yeah, completely. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be a very good team, though. You can see it where, like you mentioned, Stevens and, and, and Byers and yeah, Steven- Dominic are a lot better and they're they're faster. They get up and down. Yeah, we know Harris plenty. We've covered him yeah. a lot. We've seen him a lot. He's yeah. been around a long time. Uh, two of the guys who have gotten a lot better uh, since last season, even oh, since the summer, are Bryson Stevens and yeah. Jaden Byers. Jaden uh-huh. Byers is fast and extremely fast and extremely athletic, but yeah. one of the keys for me w- with him has been slow down, yeah. see the game, see the floor, hit open jump shots. And make a good play, yeah. Hit open jump shots. It's going to be crucial for him so he can, you know, be um, effective in the half court. And that's what he did this weekend. He hit, I mean, he hit like, I think he had three or four threes in, in the championship game, something like that. Maybe it was the game before that in the semifinals, but he was hitting threes at a respectable rate and it made defenses, you know, not be able to pack in on Evan. That's going to be the key. Those guards have to hit open catch and shoot jump, jump shots. Gotcha. To make sure that defenses can't pack in on Evan. And I talked to Coach Bearfield a while, for a little while, the former. Uh, Hoover high standout and San Diego State guard, and he they have a big schedule again, so they're going to have their opportunities. You know, um, they're going to have their opportunities to show that they have what it takes to be a, a major contender for the Southern Section and State Open as they were last year. Obviously, you know they didn't they didn't get exactly to where they wanted. They lost to Westchester in the SoCal Open, mm-hmm. and this team has chance to do. More damage. So, did Bishop Montgomery take third place in that game? I think I, I think I fell asleep against that yeah. in that game against Coronado. Uh, there was a third place game. Yeah, and uh, mention that because our guy Isaiah Johnson, six 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 seven wing from Bishop Montgomery, had a very good weekend. Yeah, he did. Uh, really impactful uh, scoring. Guys couldn't keep him out of the the key, and he's going to need to have a big season in order for Bishop Montgomery to be in that open mix. You know, Rancho Christian's a true contender. Obviously, Sierra Canyon's the favorite as of now. Modern they were day. not, they were not at Ron Massey and Ron Modern Day. But uh, Bishop Montgomery's going to – this would be the first time they would miss the open if they don't get in. Right, since it's – Since it's been inception. Yeah. So – and they're going to have – they have their hands cut full because our guy Butter Vasquez is out for six to eight weeks or so, right? Yeah, he fractured his tibia. So and he's one of the better young point guards in Southern California. But yeah, I mean, you could tell that uh, Bishop Montgomery was missing his presence at sure. the point guard spot because, um, you know, a lot of what uh, what Jalen Vasquez does is very important to guys like Isaiah Johnson, um, and you know, being able to play off the ball, slash, and uh, you know, move without the ball and get to the paint and score. Isaiah, I mean, he he brought the ball up a lot, and he I'm had not, the ball a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not one of these these kind of people who go dig up old tweets and retweet myself like some of these people you see on yeah. on social media. Um, but I was on Isaiah Johnson when he was a freshman at Korean Lutheran. Sure. Tweeting about, you know, this guy's got some potential. He plays hard. He's, you know, has crazy. He's, he's extremely ambidextrous around the basket. He finishes, like, these acrobatic plays. Uh, high-level defender can, defender, can defend one through five on the high school level. Big-time rebounder. Just a no-nonsense kind of old-school four-man, right? Yep. Um, but this weekend, like you said, he had a great weekend. He showed uh, an improved, not only improved free throw stroke, but he actually hit a couple decent-looking three-point uh, corner threes, which is like that, that's that's massive compared to massive improvements compared to what he's been the last three years, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Kind of an 
not a guy who you would really expect to create his own offense. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, with the loss of Big Bradley, that's, you know, that's a big loss. Um, sure. Having, you know, athletic 6'8 guy uh, out of the mix. Uh, but again, Doug and that staff, they do crazy things with team defense, sharing the ball. Uh, they really get getting into their, their most get, out of their role yeah, players. Get, get the most out of their out of the guys that they have. Yeah, so, I agree. So they're going to be right on that. They're going to keep getting better as yeah. the season goes on, I think. And I think they're going to be in the mix for the the, the top eight team. It's going to be eight teams, obviously, again this year. Yeah. So give me your a couple other teams, whether they were at Ron Master or not that you like so teams? far. Yeah, that like open teams. Yeah, the first three that we already mentioned. Yeah, so Rancho Christian, Modern yeah, Day, um, Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon, obviously. Um, I'm thinking uh, Etiwanda. Yes. Uh, we saw Corona Centennial. I think they're going to be a similar case to Bishop Montgomery where we're going to have to wait and see. Things go right. On that, things go right. Um, man, that's tough, Ronnie. Yeah. That's really tough because Heritage Christian, Sky Clark got hurt. Uh, I mean, we had some big transfer news today with Mayfair. Dior, yeah. uh, apparently, so for now. Dior Johnson, one of the highly yeah. ranked 222 22. point guards in the country, and Devontis Cobbs, who's another 222. Who was that Shadow Mountain last Wing, year. Shadow Mountain. He was in uh, Milwaukee before that. They've both enrolled with Josh Christopher at, at Mayfair. Apparently enrolled. I'm going to air quote yeah. for those of you who can't see what we're doing, but they're at they're planning to go to Mayfair. So, I mean, th- if they mesh and gel, that's a, an extremely athletic and talented team yeah. that could be, you know, m- maybe an open division team. Yeah. It can get, Damian, they can be in the mix with, with uh, Corona Centennial and one of the smaller teams. Yeah. I think, even even Montgomery is kind of small now. I think Damien's yeah. a team who could be a lock. Yeah. I think um, Colony, they're extremely talented. They're young, but they're extremely talented. They yeah. could be a team you, you should watch. Um and dude, I don't know, man. Sonora, the OC boys. Sonora, wow. If Sonora got in, that would With be a big Esparza, jump. Esparza, yeah. Marky Worthy, uh, Ian Jones. I mean, they. Mike Murphy. He's a, he's an extremely good basketball coach. That's an. They're an interesting team. Yeah, I think. it seems a little open for the bottom yeah, yeah, spots. Yeah. Now, yeah. who can challenge Sierra Canyon? I'm not sure right now. Nobody right now. Honestly, right now. I mean, right. here's the thing. We don't know who's sitting 30 days. Who's yeah. We don't know how they're going to gel as a, oh, yeah. as a unit, but as far as talent and, and size and athleticism mm-hmm. goes, on, on paper, on paper, no one can match it with Sierra Canyon. Not based on what we saw right, right now. now. Correct. So let's yeah. talk about a few other guys we saw necessarily the open uh, southern section. Uh, Tap was there. Yeah. Um, San Ysidro was section. there. Westchester was there for a game. Westchester's interesting, yeah. You know, San Gabriel Academy has a lot of bodies. Yep. Compton, Pacifica Christian. Nice team so, that yeah. Barakoff has over there. Yeah, so I like Khalil Haywood from Taft. Um, good hands. I think he's a strong offensive player, good rebounder, just active. Uh, Khalil's at 220 from Taft. Yeah, lefty. Yep. Yeah, he did. I like his game, I, too. He, he did really well this he's week. Our best, he's our best current basketball player. Like, yeah. the guy you can count on to go out there and and – Get you a, a basket or a rebound or you know yeah. initiate offense things of that nature. I thought Houston Millet, the two twenty one from Pacifica Christian, he's a nice player too. Did well this week. He's fast. He's hit some shots. He was hitting from the outside. He's got great size at the point guard spot. I think he's like six three, six four. He's big. Yeah, yep. he's he does a really good job. Uh, I liked a kid from Crossroads, six foot six, Brandon Terry. T- Brandon Terry, uh, two twenty one. Man, he looks strong. Under the basket, attacking the basket, he yeah, looks like you, he's really come on. If you 
if you kind of look up powerful athlete in the dictionary, yeah, that's the kind of guy who comes up. Yeah, he looks like a tight end. He six, looks six, like Tao Johnson. Yeah, he's six six two fifteen. The former Stanford tight end basketball player. Yeah, I mean he he's just he flies strong. up and down the court. He's yeah. like he's like a he's like a little taller Tony Gonzalez body yeah. type wise. Yeah. Um, and he flies up and down the court, big time dunker. Yeah. Uh, as far as offensive skill set goes, he's still got some things to work out, extending sure. his range, or becoming a kind of a uh, undersized back to the basket fundamental four man. Um, right now he's kind of a slasher, you know, dunker kind of guy, but he's he's a freak athlete for sure. Yeah, um, we would hope to see Westchester in the in the bracket, but they played a, a showcase game against San Ysidro. It was a blowout. Uh, the blowout. Um, Westchester has some deep team. They got mm-hmm. a couple of addition freshmen, Angel Corona, big kid, the guy we've seen on the on the youth circuit for a while now, Orlando Greenlow, who's enrolling as a freshman. Zion Sutton, uh, transfer from Narvon. I think they have a transfer from Gardena, Marlon Harris. Marlon Harris. No, he's from. Uh, is he from Gardena? L- no, he was from Dorsey, right? Marlon Dorsey? Harris? Might be. Um, city school, I believe. Transfer city, city to school, city. Yeah. City to city. But again, he gives them a big body. They have TJ Rainwright. TJ, that's a big addition. That's the biggest addition. Yeah. And, and they have the Kamani Pollard. Kamani Pollard, who I like a lot. Yeah. I think Kamani Pollard could be a really, really nice Division II point guard. Yeah. And Noah Lowry's been there. You know, he didn't play for them last year, but he's a good defender. He's well versed. He's been around. He 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 knows how to battle at that level of, of uh, in a game. So and Jojo Johnson from yeah. Damien, he's an he's a nice addition if if uh, he's able to, you know, get on the court and stay on the court. Yeah. Because uh, we just mentioned time, about, he's a big time three point shooter. We just mentioned about ten players. Yeah. <laughs> so they got players. So Westchester's gonna be there. You know, Taff will be there. Then now we got Fairfax. Obviously, the two kids you mentioned earlier, Devontae and Dior, will not be there. I thought um, they were originally supposed to the, enroll under yeah, so Steve Moore. And then, yeah, I yeah, mean, a bunch of things happened. You guys that have we seen that play out on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Reggie Morris Jr., the former Pepperdine assistant and former high school coach, who's been a winner at various levels of high schools, now back in high school. And that, that could be very interesting. Uh, you know, Westchester. Right now looks very strong, and, and Fairfax does have some strong perimeter play. It'd just be very interesting to see. Um, like I think let's Fairfax say, let's got say, DJ Dudley let's just to say, go along with Keith Dinwiddie. Got it. So DJ Dudley comes over from San, San Ysidro. So let's just say, for all intents and purposes, our guy Ed Azam retires this year. He's almost going to have you know 13 city titles, 6 state titles, almost 1,000 wins. You know, is Reggie going to stay there and win, you know, 25 games for the next 10 years. I you know at Fairfax? Yeah, kind of like fill the void a little vacuum of you know city's been a little down in terms of depth or will something happen, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's just very I mean, interesting because yeah. I mean he could he can really be he can have a tenure close to Harvey, Katani almost. Right. And here's the thing about Reggie. A little Reg- bit older than Harvey when Harvey took the job, but Here's the thing about Reggie, he, he does such that a type of he, he does such a good job wherever he goes and wins yeah. wherever he goes and yeah. you know gets players to play the right way wherever he goes that he's going to have a lot of opportunities to, get a to lot have of other players. jobs and, and that, other jobs other jobs and that, that makes sense. So will Reggie stay at Fairfax 25 years? That that'd know. be great, yeah. but who knows? Yeah. He's going to win wherever he goes no matter what. That's what we that's what we do know. Yeah, from his resume about and from Reggie, what we know yeah. him and from his body of work he's going to win. So yeah. yeah. It's going to be very interesting to, to follow. Obviously, we're going to follow it. Um you know, a Fairmont Prep was in a showcase game. They have a lot of bodies. They have a lot of they have a lot of bodies for sure. Yeah, I like I like Atten Wright over there. He's yeah. Atten Wright continues to get better. They have Corey Johnson, six six, kid strong. Um, 
good forward, uh, Lemon Niang, Chol Diang, some guys that were on the Dream Vision, uh, sixteen and under, fifteen yeah. and under teams seem to be over there with with Coach Jody Gardner, very, very uh, talented. They got some talent, so let's see. They should, they should be pretty good in their division. Yes, they'd be very good. Um, we saw a little bit of uh, Brentwood. Yeah. And Christian Moore, really good player. Yeah, he did. He did a good job from the from what I saw. I thought they gave up a big lead, or did they? Or they came they up? back from. They a... come back. Were they playing St. Anthony's? Either way, yeah, they, it was a, it was a good game. Um, Fremont, Chris Page is still around at Fremont, Fremont or Los Angeles, you know, uh, still doing his thing. Good player. Saw some guys, more guys on the move. Uh, we saw Linwood. So Jalen Carter, who was at Dorsey with the <laughs> Dorsey group. Yeah. Jason Hart, who, who we talked about Taft a little bit. He's at Taft now, mm-hmm. sophomore. Uh, juniors to be are Kennedy Reese Dixon, who played in our Bay versus LA game. Is He's now at St. St. Bernard. Bernard. And McDowell. St. Bernard. Is at St. Bernard. And Jalen Carter's at Linwood. As and well. then Amir Gibson, the 2022 forward. Gibson. He's at Taft. He's at Taft. Yes. Was he playing this weekend? No, no. he hurt his ankle. He wasn't okay. playing this weekend. He, so he's, he's at Taft with, Taft with, Hart. with J- Jason Hart, too. Yeah. With Jay Hart 2.0. 2.0. So, yeah, very interesting. You know, movement's still going on. We're still gathering information across the country and across the state of where kids land and who's where and, and who's going to be eligible in the 30 days. Still some things to decide before we really have a pecking order and before the season gets started. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the season in California will start on November 18th. So, I'm, um, you know... Doing the work to to uh, hopefully put out some competent preseason rankings. We're not quite there yet, but Ron Massey was a good help. Uh, Devin, any final thoughts on Ron Massey before we kind of close? And, what was and your What was your take on on Modern Day? They lost in that. Let's finish with Modern Day and Coronado yeah. because we haven't yeah. talked about them yet, and there's, okay. there's a lot of good players on those two on those two teams. Yes. Um, Modern Day lost to Coronado in the opening round, seventy three seventy two. You know their shooters weren't making shots, yeah. and there were a couple of miscues down the stretch that. Uh, helped Coronado, you know, take that. It's a big win for Coronado. Yeah. No matter how you slice it. Uh, Nick Davidson was on a college visit, uh, talented 2021 forward for Modern Day. Yeah. He wasn't there. Um, but, again, Modern Day is loaded with talent. Again, the shooters didn't make shots. A couple miscues down the stretch. It's a fall. It doesn't matter. It doesn't count to your record. But, Ronnie, you know the, the coach at Coronado. You know Jaden Hardy. You know yeah. that kind of um, – uh, uh, scene over there. How yeah. big of a win is that for them? I think it's a big win for them. It gives them confidence. Yeah. You know, they don't have the services of Pop Pop Isaacs at 222 guard anymore. Now, he's talented in his own right. He's at Wasatch Academy, another Fat 50 ranked program. But if Coronado, they got good defenders, they got good uh, chemistry in terms of playing together, like. Uh, not necessarily shots less all the time, just playing hard and kind of being together. Yeah. And they got um, Felix Reeves, who does a good job defensively, and he's a good high school player. He's been there for three years. He's much improved. Uh, Terrell Fat Daddy Hunt, who is another warrior underneath. He's kind of like a Tyler Powell type player that we talked about from St. Bernard's. Not quite as athletic, athletic. but yeah, same same type of player. But he can score. Yeah. I thought he shot a little too much jumper for my take, but hey – he, if he they're going and Jaden Hardy needs some offensive help, he can get it done. He's got some old school like mid range game, game to him. him. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, like you said, it gave him a lot of confidence. They weren't as hot in the in the second round. They didn't hit as many shots. Jaden Hardy, who comes off and has a reputation as one of the two best two twenty ones in the country, 
You know, he had 36 points in that opening opening round. He didn't play in the consolation game after they had uh, they'd lost against Bishop Montgomery. Against yeah. Bishop Montgomery. So, uh, to answer your original question, they're going to be a good team. Uh, can they challenge Gorman? They're going to have to play really well. Yeah, they're going to play them in a regular season, big regular season game. Most likely, that game will be nationally televised. And um, you know, for modern day, modern day with the young team. We saw them, Dev and me and you were there in the regional semifinals, kind of beat Corona Centennial easily. Mm-hmm. So they come against Sierra Canyon and actually give them a pretty good game, considering Sierra Canyon was on a roll at that time, and they boat raced Sheldon in the state final. So in essence, modern day was their toughest playoff opponent. Um, they beat Bishop Montgomery, I thought, pretty handily in the, in the section final. Mm-hmm. So a little concerning is modern day's jump with the players coming back. They should be almost everybody coming back. He has, like you said, mixed, n- missing Nick Davidson, but you expect them to be just maybe a little bit ahead of where they are right now. Sure. Maybe it could just yeah. be the could just be the the missing guys. But I'm expecting them to be done. They're going to have to be a lot better to play with Sierra Canyon for sure. Uh, yeah, so, all, all the teams that we saw this weekend, yeah, uh, are going to have to be a lot better to compete with. Sierra Canyon. Canyon down the stretch. Down the stretch. When, when everything is yeah. getting towards the... Uh, Late January, February. Second yeah. round of league play. Yeah. Past Nike extravaganza yeah. going into the open. Speaking of league play, another team that could be an open division contender uh, who's also in Sierra Canyon's league, the Gold Coast League, Windward. Windward. Yeah, with Kajani Wright, Devin Tillis, and, and Dylan Andrews, and Coach Colin Foff over there. Um, they were they did a really nice job, I think, at Section 7. seven. Uh, yeah, they're going to be... Windward's going to be a, a team to watch for the Southern Section Open Division uh, watch list, which, you know, Frankie Burr and Jerry DeBusk and those guys, those guys put together. put together every week. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, coming up this week, we have the Pangos Fresh Soft Camp, which is, I like to tell our guy Dino's, his Fresh Soft Series is probably his best events because, uh, like we said before, Devin, sometimes when the kids get to Pangos, they've been given things. They've already been <laughs> flown around the country. Yeah, hard yeah, to get yeah. to get up. Yeah, these freshmen, two twenty three sophomores, two twenty twos, and even some selected eighth graders. They're really going to be in, intuitive into it, wanting to show where they're at. And for me and you, would be give us a good take of where the freshman class is and, and as a whole, and find out where some of these guys we've seen at middle school events are yeah, at high going school. to high school. Yeah, that's you important. Know? Yeah, that's one of the important things is being able to follow these guys and track down where they're through going the high school. school level. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that you and I like. To yeah. do to be able to you know track them through from seventh grade all the way through high school and see how they progress uh, how they progress where they end up and you know very like we said before and I've said before and I've printed before it's some uh, groups that have come together great groups that have come together the same high school as ninth graders never stay together whether it's Ira Lee you know Lee Cody. and and Cody yeah. that group didn't stay together Remy I think left for a season Ira Lee left. Uh, went to Crossroads, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that great group with Demetrius Walker, Justin Hawkins, Rome Draper. They never got together. So very interesting to see how the how the youngsters move. Again, we've already talked about guys from 222 already moving, mm-hmm. whether it's DJ Dudley and other guys. So, you know, see where these guys land up for high school and how they progress and how they end up. Uh, it's going to be very uh, informative week. Again, coming up, and then in two weeks, we'll have another good evaluation at your Hoops by Uglin Fall Showcase at Colony. Colony, that's you know. my guy. 
Coach Jerry over at Colony. We're, yeah, we're going to have a good, um, you know, group over there. A lot of, you know, inland teams, which is it's always – they always have a ton of talent there. Uh, but we have, like, Birmingham coming from the LA City section. Um, and other, you know, Rancho Christians coming up. Cathedral Catholic, one of the best teams in San Diego will be there. You can find that schedule on my Twitter account or Instagram account. Um, if you guys follow me, it's at Devin underscore Ugland, U-G-L-A-N-D. That's where I will be putting all of my um, you know, scheduling updates and things like that. So uh, come on out to Colony if you guys are interested in seeing some good basketball. It's open to the public. Um, Ronnie, you got anything else for us, man? Yeah, I think that's uh, you know closing us out for, for this week. We'll have plenty to talk about again next week. Obviously, uh, we inch closer to the high school season. There's going to be some fall leagues, Devin, that you're going to be going to. That are oh yeah, There's lots of fall leagues, Ronnie. Yeah, lots of fall leagues around. Seems like you know it doesn't ever end. Um, obviously, we tell the players keep working on your game, take some rest where you need it on the weekends. Um, you know, give it your all and do the best you can. You know, that's what this is all about. Me and Devin are. You know, grinding along on another week. We we thank you guys for tuning in. If there's a topic you guys like for us to talk about, a bigger topic, a timeless topic, kind of like a few we've tackled. Obviously, we're gonna follow the high school scene and the grassroots scene as we go into the season. But if there's a topic, just let us know. Whether it's on on Twitter, uh, you know, at uh, me or Devin, and uh, we'll see if that you know pertinent. We'll, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely talk about it. One of the topics I think we should talk about, Ronnie, is holdbacks. AJ Bergen is turning 16 years old soon, yeah. and uh, Aaron posted a little birthday deal on Twitter, and, and I just and ripped him. And Aaron's a 221, <laughs> correct? So 221. He's 20. he's, he could he could literally be Ronnie. He could be an incoming freshman right now. Yeah, it's very How crazy interesting. Is that? Yeah, um, and he would still be eligible under. under he'd the still rules. be under. <laughs> and you know, it's funny we talk about that. I mentioned um, a couple guys. I mentioned it's a couple guys in football, and and one in. In, in basketball is Brad Doherty, the guy who was the number one pick of the draft. NASCAR guy? Yeah, NASCAR guy. He's, he's a popular on-air. He was 16 entering North Carolina. Had just Jesus. was about to turn 17. Entering college? Yeah, That's entering insane. college. Um, you know, that was 30 years ago. But it's just crazy that compared crazy. to what now, what we got now. He became a number one pick, big guy. Uh, you know, had a solid career in North Carolina, but was projected as a always a, as a – Solid and good big man. And he was. He was good. Yeah. And then um, a very interesting fo- story is uh, a kid who went to Santa Monica High. As a junior, uh, he was a defensive back, kind of small, because he was 15 years old. <laughs> Glenn Milburn. And then his senior, Devin, he, this was 1987 season, he just blew up. Had 250-yard rushing games. At that time, set the state record for rushing for a single season. And he was a good student, and he wanted to go to Stanford. And Glenn couldn't go to Stanford because his dad really wanted him to play at Oklahoma for Barry Switzer. So he was 16 years old. He couldn't sign the oh, LOI damn. by so himself. He had to go to Oklahoma? So he went to oh. Oklahoma, <laughs> and he had a pretty good freshman year. And after his freshman year, he transferred to Stanford, played three years there, sat out a season, and then he got drafted in the NFL, played for the Broncos for about six or seven years, and on he went. But it's just... The reason I'm telling that story is it's so yeah, funny yeah, yeah. because he was 16. That's crazy. In his senior year of high school football. And he couldn't even sign his own letter yeah. of intent. And now we're talking about these guys and they're almost 16 almost. going into their freshman year. Yeah. And just the different development of that and what that means. You know, um, Terrence Clark, who's a little bit older for that 
221 group is now going back to 220, which yeah. he's in his, his regular age. That's another thing. It's like these guys yeah. getting held back early and then reclass- yeah, so reclassifying into the class above. No, they're just going into their old. They're old, just going into, into their regular class. class. The one that they were originally in that they left, yeah. and now they're going back and into it. It seems like it's a good move half, three sure, quarters yeah. of the time. Terrence they Clark, get, they get rent high. Terrence Clark is great. Like yeah. Terrence Clark, he doesn't need to have yeah. two more years of high school basketball. No, no. Terrence Clark is ready to play in college basketball right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was very interesting that those guys, again, this is a business. People have to draw eyeballs to their websites yeah, yeah, and yeah. to their uh, brands that they work for. You know, I haven't seen a guy, Devin, move back down and be ranked really low. And nobody right. in the last right. five years. Right. Whether it's, whether it's um, Anthony Edwards, Terrence Clark, Derek Thornton, the list goes on and on. None of them have been low, so it's like, that's just a new strategy. Why don't you just stay in your original class to begin with? Or that's a, Ryan, that's a, a topic that we can go on for hours about. Right. I think we should close it out now. Yep. Guys, the podcast is available on any streaming daily you can find, which is Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud is the one that kind of we pump out the most because, you know, it has easy access. Easy. Yep. So if you guys want to subscribe on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. Uh, give us a like on uh, Spotify and SoundCloud. And until next week, uh, Ronnie and Devin signing off. <laughs>